just on YouTube Live, but we are also on Facebook Live. So uh, we just had to scoot around here to try to get in the camera view, didn't we? Yes, we have. And you came straight from work, and you are still got your doctor coat on. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> so we're glad to be with you. I'm Mama Mac, and this is Dr. Angel Falzoni, licensed mental health counselor, Ph.D., and our resident expert. Or at least you told me that. You tell me that all the time. Well, yeah. Yeah, I do tell you. Yeah. But you believe it, so I believe hey. it, and I say, yeah, you're the expert. What can I say? <laughs> uh, we are in part three of a series we're going to call COVID Calamity, Coping with the COVID Calamity. whole lot of C words right there. It really kind of is a tongue twister. It is. Coping with the COVID <laughs> Calamity. And um, it kind of developed over the last two weeks because we are in the midst of a major Collective trauma is what we call that. Oh, so that's another C word, collective. (laughs) Collective uh, calamity here, collective trauma. And we are. And so we've the last two weeks, if you missed the shows, you can go uh, to the station here, tantalknetwork.com, go to podcasts and go to Go Yard, or you can actually go to youtube.com slash Go Yard, well, Tantalk Radio slash Go Go Yard. So there's a lot of places to find these shows, and please tell people about them. We are almost finished with our sixth year. You know, I was just thinking about that Pretty today. Pretty crazy. We're going to have a six-year anniversary come September. So we've been doing this show for a long time. We really enjoy doing it. We take practical topics. Tell them, tell our audience what we do, Dr. Angel, around here. <laughs> okay. Well, we, we take the struggles of everyday life, and we break them apart, and we get down to the roots, and then we give our listeners really great tools to help them get through it. Right. And we have so many series on our website, goyard2014.org, O-R-G. So go there. Because we have titles there, we have... So many series like this that starts out to be one show, ends up three or four, five, however many, till we get done talking about the topic, right? Yes, true story. <laughs> so uh, if you go to our website, goyard2014.org, you will find a lot of series like series on relationships with people, divorce, kids, teenagers, depression, border, Anxiety, setting, parenting, bo- uh, yeah. boundaries. Boundaries, yeah, borders. And uh, so much, yeah, so that's all there. Uh, Goyard2014.org. So tonight, uh, we want to go on and talk about this corona or COVID calamity. Why is it a calamity, Dr. Angel? Well, it's because it's it's causing a lot of chaos in everyone's lives. It and, sure it's, is. and it's not just localized to a few areas. This right. is global. It's global. Um, and that's where we call it a collective trauma because. Right everyone's experiencing it yeah and yeah. so we have our helpers who are trying to help are experiencing it the same way the people who need to get help are experiencing it oh, and so yeah. it definitely leaves resources feeling very um, difficult to get to exactly and so many health workers right on the front lines are getting ill and being hospitalized some are dying And so this is a huge trauma that our nation and the globe is experiencing right now. Sure. And it's not just the risk of getting the disease, which is a huge risk and a lot of fears around that. But it's also all the other pieces that come with that from financial to maybe you're having to um, quarantine and with family members that you don't get along well with or you don't spend a lot of time with. And there's a lot of conflict. Uh, You know, we have a lot of financial losses happening, you know, or could be happening or worries or fears. We have like everyone's life has changed. You know, kids are schooling at home. Sure. Uh, Parents have never had to be teachers to their children are now having to figure out how I can work online and support my kids' education while right. we're worried about all this other stuff and getting supplies. Like, right. So there's just 
everything is a chaos. Yeah, it's been so different for us as a nation. Let's just talk about our country because we're used to certain amenities. We're used yes. to, to certain privileges, getting out, going to Freedoms. restaurants. Freedoms, yes, going to ball games, all the things that we enjoy doing in crowds, you know. Yes. And beaches here. I mean, there's so many things like that that we are temporarily having to give up for now, for yes. right now. Yes, and you know a lot of luxuries like there's no sports to watch, oh, which is that's so very hard for me. <laughs> wow, that's like a huge part of people's lives yes. and a great stress reliever and a thing that brings people together. And like we can't do that, and so yeah, we're like those things that were comforts or things that would helped us with our stress or help us just feel okay or feel united with other people. They're gone. Right. Exactly. So, and that's a big change for everybody here, you know, because we want out of this as soon as we can, yet we have to, you know, abide by the rules and, and the laws and all of that, right? Sure. And at the same time, there's all these worries that are growing by right. the day, of course, and with no light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that makes it even more challenging. Very much so. Because what is the end in sight? When is the end in sight? What will it look like? And, right. you know, and so there's so much uncertainty around daily life right now. And and the thing is, we can't change any of that, really, or control it except for what we do our part, right? Sure. Whether or not we abide by the, the rules, the laws going on in our state, whatever. Um, but as far as being able to say, oh, well, I'm just going to start going to wherever, you really can't do that. I mean, there, no, are, there are limits to what we can do. There's a lot. And, you know, like, just thinking this is Easter week. I know. And so Passover hard. week. Right. And, you know, this time of year is, like, really essential yes. for a lot for of faith. religious yes. faith. And yet we can't come together as congregations. We can't do those normal family gatherings right. Right. Um, that we are used to this time of year. Yeah. You know, I, I was on social media the other day, on Facebook the other day, and it was a fa some a family member, not mine, but a friend's family member had a birthday, and their whole little family got together. There was 11 of them, and they had posted a picture. Yes, see your eyes? That's the response <laughs> they got. How dare you have 11 people in one room? And like, wow, so like really? there's this hyper arousal right now. Right. Yes, being careful. Right. And when somebody does break that rule, even by one little human being that was two years old was the 11th person. Right. It sends people into this like panic. Yes, right. Because we want to be safe. Yes. I, mean, I think generally speaking, everybody wants to do what it takes in order to get out of this successfully. Sure. So a month ago, posting your family dinner picture was like not big a big deal. deal. And today right. it's like huge. I mean, it literally caused this huge fight to blow up on wow. social media. <laughs> really? Um, and, and today in my office, I was speaking with a patient who has a roommate and the roommate had their girlfriend come over and she called the police because nobody's supposed to be coming in the house if they don't live there. Like wow. it's really putting people on this. So you're saying we're becoming hyper vigilant in so a way? So hyper vigilant. Yeah. And and the problem there's there's good things with that. We're being more careful. Sure. Right? You don't you get you know, you're using the hand sanitizer like crazy, etc. right? Wiping down your desk and all of those things. But um but it can cause that sense of agitation. Very much that agitation, you know? that irritability, that um, anger outburst. And right. we're starting now, it's, it's happened long enough that we're really seeing the anger coming out. Right. Yeah. Um, the driving is becoming more aggressive, and that right. even though there's fewer cars on the road, yeah. the aggression is increasing. Which is interesting, don't you think? It, it's really just. It's just an outward demonstration of what's going on on the inside of people. Absolutely it is. And so right. what we're seeing is like this is happening to people everywhere. So right. they're all experiencing this increased irritability, this lack of patience. Like right. it's happening like to the point where when I went to go get dinner the other night and you had to stand in a pickup pickup line to six feet apart on the marks you know everything's right. marked right now and they hand you your food and someone wanted to jump the line and oh my gosh I thought a fight was going to break out <laughs> right. like it's right. becoming well, exactly aggressive well and don't you think there's probably a lot of reasons for that but one of them would be frustration we're frustration. frustrated Fear. and fear we talked about fear a lot last week but the frustration element right now the agitation i want you to address that the sure. anxiety level because we are seeing that in so many people in the way they react perhaps over 
react. Yes. Right? Uh, over and above what is needed and appropriate at the moment, perhaps. Sure. So we're seeing this dramatic... Yeah. you know, um, behaviors happening to like little triggers. And that happens because we have sat in that fear brain for too yes, long. For too long. And we really have. You know, our brain is yeah. not meant to sit in that alarm system. And I've talked so much about our, you know, our fire alarm system of our brain, that amygdala system. Well, talk about that again, because there may be people who did not hear that sure. at some point, and, so, and, they, and they need to understand why they're feeling this sure. frustration so and agitation. That's our part of our brain that keeps us alive. I call it our emergency alarm, a part of our brain. We have the f- fight, flight, and freeze part, and that's where our brain just... Fight, flight, and, and freeze. freeze. Okay, so let's talk about that. When we get triggered by, like, when you're driving and someone cuts you off, like, you just go automatically into that part of your brain, and your body makes a reaction. It doesn't think logically, oh, should I put on the brake? No, your foot just throws the brake on very sure. quickly. That's what keeps us alive, and it's a great system that we have. And which part of those three F words is that? Well, that would be fighting when okay. we're putting that brake on All because right. we're trying to fight exactly. having that, fight that event, that event, event. happening. Sure. So, but when we've sat in this traumatic experience that's ongoing, right? Yeah, our brain has stayed elevated in this midbrain part that's only supposed to be activated for short periods of time. So, when that midbrain gets activated, we aren't getting good blood flow to our front part of our brain, which controls logic, uh-huh. memory, ah, cause and effect, yes. emotional regulation. Right. So we are all kind of working in this impulsive part of our brain with very primitive emotions happening, which okay. is where we're seeing the aggression and the irritability and the frustration. And we're seeing, you know, the more, you know, the behaviors are coming mm-hmm. out. We're seeing that more people, the memory, uh, focus, concentration, memory. Is, it's hard. This has gone it, it, on. It, exactly. It's gone on so long. I, I hear people talk about that in my business. Oh, I forgot that or this or, you know, I'm yeah. or just orientation of time and day. Right. Most people can't tell you what day it is. I, I'm sure that's true. And <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have said, oh, no, I'm doing fine with that because I'm still working and all that. And then I realized this morning I put tonight's trash out last night. See? I mean, the orientation and because... I, I don't know why. Because, because we're out I've of our done normal it this routine. Way for years, though. I mean, I know that, you know... But we're like, out of our normal routine. Yeah. Which is crazy. And so even though you're still able to work and kind of life has this quasi-normal effect, there's still all this abnormal stuff going on around you. There is abnormal stuff going on. Sure. Sure. And that's what's happening to a lot of people. I can't tell you the number of people who've like forgot their appointment and then they right. sort of freaking out because they're like, oh my gosh, I thought today was Tuesday and it was Wednesday. And, or, exactly. You know, so, so that's normal, you're saying, very for normal. us right now for what we're going through. Very normal. Thank you. I'm glad to know that. Okay. So yes. um, so this has been on my mind all day, Dr. Angel, is just this agitation. And maybe it's because I've had one of those kind of days in real estate, right? Okay. So, uh, and they happen once in a while when you're trying to get everything to come together at just the right moment to finish a deal. Um, and it's frustrating, yes. right? So the word that I have felt today was frustration, you know? And it was like, okay, got you just want to push through this thing, right? Yes. And I think that's kind of how we're feeling about Corona right now, a lot of us. Just want to push through this. Get through it. Let's get through it. You know, you hear that people are saying, let's just get out of this. You know, let's just let's just all go back to normal. Well, a lot of people would die. <laughs> well, and that's just a lot it. A more people would right, die. And, but right. But we crave that predictability. Oh, we want normalcy. We want normalcy. Do we not? Yes, we do. And we're craving that predictability and we're not getting anything predictable right now. And so our little minds and brains are working way over time to try and overcompensate. So we may not be sleeping very well. Most people aren't sleeping well. A lot of people have lost their sleep schedule. Their days and nights are starting to get mixed up because they don't have that wake up and go go to work work and do this and do that. So I'm seeing people's schedules start to flip-flop right now. Wow. And so there's a lot of things starting to change in people. Absolutely. Hold that thought. You are welcome to call in tonight. We are right here in the studio live. Yes, there's only two of us here and (laughs) one in there. And uh, so Tommy's there to answer the phone if you have questions or comments you want to add to this discussion tonight. And you can call in at 727-441-3000. We'd love to talk to you with your comments or your questions as to how you should cope or whatever the, the things on your mind. So 
Okay, so that answers a lot of questions. So with this unknown, I guess, as to when it's all going to be quote-unquote different, Mm -hmm. because we've kind of acknowledged last week and the week before, we're not ever going to return to a true normal, are we? What we consider normal, maybe not for a long time. You know, correct. I kind of believe, like, after 9-11 happened, everything changed and shifted, and we still live in those change and shifts from 9-11. Yes, we do. You have to go through metal detectors now to go through airplanes and amusement parks and a lot more security checks. I believe this type of event will have the same lasting effect. Okay, that makes sense. So we're going to have to be more careful as far as crowds. And sure. And I think they may even temperature start temperature scanning people to let them into stadiums or amusement parks oh, or wow. large I gatherings. I wouldn't be surprised. I yeah. mean, I've heard uh, I've heard even the cruise lines talking about not allowing buffets for people to like self-serve to oh, have gosh, people no. serving going forward. Like, how are we going to keep people safe? And so yeah. I would expect that we will see a lot of culture changes from this. And I think it's interesting you brought up the word cruise because that's what you do so much. And mm-hmm. so and I know you'd love to get back out there right now in the sea, but it's not safe. No, it's not. It's not safe. Absolutely, it's so not. So some of the things that we want to do so much, go to the go to a baseball game. We usually go to Rays games. Yes. And we probably won't even have baseball this year. So Correct. And so these are things that are life-changing, life-altering for us right now. No wonder we're frustrated. No wonder we're afraid that we will never see, quote-unquote, normal again. Right? Sure. And no wonder why we're kind of acting in this agitation and irritability. Yes. And, and I think what happens is a lot of people... People, they kind of feel like this is a, a waiting room period. Okay, what do you mean so, by that? Okay, so if you're one of the individuals who, you know, maybe you lost your job or you're working from home or you're experiencing that type of new normal for yourself, they're kind of like their life is on pause and we're kind of just waiting so that we can just go back to this new, go back to normal, whatever right. that, you know, go back to normal. Like, it's just like, we're okay, we're at a little pause. Like mentally, they're trying to pause their life. So they're not really doing anything they're just doing what it takes to get through day to day. So like, you know, I have to eat every day, so I'll make food for, but we're not thinking about long-term things or things to improve ourselves. Okay, we're not thinking about growing our character or doing things to improve our, whatever handle problems, et cetera. Right, we're not thinking about that. We're just kind of like, okay, hit pause. And you know, the joke now on social media is the notice that Netflix would give you, oh, you've you finished it all or whatever, you know, that's the new joke. Well, but that's not a real reality that we can't really live in the state of just right. shutting everything out and going into this alter world to cope. Well, last week we talked about three different things. I want to mm-hmm. re- review with our listeners. If you missed it, you can go back and catch the show. The Learning Zone No, the fear zone, the learning zone, and the growth zone, right? And the fear zone is where I think a lot of people still are right now. They're not, they haven't moved into a learning zone or especially not a growth zone. I Correct. think I think that's going to take a while for a lot of people to get to that. Do you want to identify what these zones are and why these are important? Well, sure. You know, and one of the th- reasons I believe pe- a lot of people are still in this fear zone and they're just operating out of complete fear is, first of all, things are constantly changing. <laughs> yeah, all the time. So, like, every day a part of our life changes even more. And, like, you know, where they weren't limiting people going to stores now – some stores only let 10 people at a time in, oh, which gosh. means you can was, wait outside forever. I was driving by Home Depot yesterday, you know, and here they were monitoring how many people could go in. And they were standing that six feet. And as big of a store as Home Depot is. I know. And people were not allowed to just go in and out. I know. Which like. And all the cash registers have, like, plexiglass in front of the cashiers now. Sure. And so, Which like... It, it makes sense. I feel like every day something different is changing. I, I know right. I just saw an article on, on some states aren't even allowing, like, the superstores that are still open because they sell food, like Walmart or Target. They don't want them to sell any non-essential items. So they want them to wrap up their electronics aisle and their clothing aisles and their sporting goods. I'm like, wait a minute. Those are still essential. We still need to wear clothes. We still need to, like, get games for our kids or toys or electronics. Like, these are still essential pieces to our lives. Right. You know, I mean, I heard a nurse that she was on maternity leave and has to go back to work. And she's on Facebook trying to round up a pair of proper shoes to go back to work because she can't even get into the uniform stores right now to get shoes to go back to work like 
these are all necessary things to our lives. And McDonald's has cut their menu way back. Every store has cut their menu I'm, way back. I could, I could not believe it. You know, yesterday I pulled through and on my way to an appointment, and no, we don't have that. No, we don't have that. No, we don't. Seriously, whoa, 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 whoa! What happened? I mean, just last week you did have right. that. You know. Right, so those are the comforts that we have just come to know. And the things that make our life a little easier. I can drive through, I can get something, go on to my appointment. Right, Right. it's like, that's that trusty, you know, it's always going to be there. It's always the same McDonald's, right? It's not. Like, even that's not the same. Yeah, so that, I think that really enhances the fear zone for us. And we are thinking, okay, this is getting worse. Sure. Not better. Right, and so, like, and every time, like, things shift or change or like the government puts out a new set of regulations or your city or does or your county like people start to go back into fear zone because now i'm confused what's allowed what's not allowed so like now i think there's just this overall huge confusion happening yeah communication's not clear and people sit in fear when they don't know when When they don't don't have the right information Yeah. Uh, so we talked a lot last week about fear and panic and how well panic buying Yes. You know, I was I was in the grocery. I tried to only go once every couple of weeks, but I was in there a couple of days ago. Could not believe that the the shortages in, and it wasn't that way just two or three weeks ago. The last time I was there, no, just like it and seemed weird to me stuff. then like the the shelves were pretty normal, right? You know, but it was not normal at all a couple of days ago when I was there. Mm-mm. So that like even Amazon, I like try to order something simple on Amazon. Toilet paper? No, it was not toilet paper. It was not anything <laughs> essential. I will tell you that. And I was getting like, won't be delivered till May. I'm like, I have Amazon Prime. It's two day delivery. What do you May? What do you mean? This is like, who waits a month for Amazon delivery to come in? Right. So exactly. Even that normalcy well, is gone. Hand sanitizer on Amazon is like May. Oh, I'm sure. But I wasn't ordering hand sanitizer. <laughs> So you were just trying to order something fun. Yeah, I was just trying to order something fun. Okay, well, and yeah, so all of that causes panic in us, even if we don't realize that we're panicking. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe you can identify for our audience before we go to break here the difference between panic and fear. Uh, so, well, fear is just that that state of constant feeling afraid okay panic is kind of how we react to that fear okay so panic is kind of that behavior that we are displaying because we feel that fear so like we talk about people having panic attacks that's a reaction to that fear where their body has you know physiological changes that happen in panic but we have panic behaviors like stockpiling and you know doing whatever we can to like hoard what we need to what we feel like we might need to hoard now because who knows when we will be able to get xyz exactly and that's a scary thought we're going to break don't go anywhere stay with us we are go yard right here on tantalknetwork.com Professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. 
This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Everything's going to be all right. Facebook probably knocked out that song, right? It's still going. It's still going? Okay. I know. I'm starting to get a little worried. Like, they're going to knock us out. Oh, okay. Don't say anything. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't worry. Don't panic. Uh, We're learning some things. You know, we've been identifying in the first part of this show. Welcome back to Go Yard, second part. Um, We're learning some things that maybe we don't even like about ourselves, that we are we are getting into fear quicker than normal or we're getting into frustration or anxiety or we are we are just uh not dealing with this the way we thought maybe we could yeah we are definitely learning a we lot we might be disappointing ourselves a little we bit might that's what be. i'm trying to say yes we might be right absolutely we might be disappointing ourselves that maybe we thought we were had more resiliency or maybe we thought we had better coping and we're struggling we're struggling and i think there's a lot of shame in people and we don't want that we, no can you give our audience permission dr angel to not feel those things and to accept yourself where you are absolutely i give you permission to accept yourself where you are that everybody is struggling it's okay to feel these feelings it's normal to this abnormal experience we are all having right and so there is no shame in the struggle right now no shame no shame so in other words though instead of beating yourself up for how you are handling this because my gosh, people, this is a new event. Like you said, 9-11, the thing, I heard somebody say the other night, and I agree, after a hurricane or after a 9-11 event or whatever, life is still the way we saw it before that event happened. Hurricane, we go through maybe down here three or four days, right? and then there's some recovery and all that. But we can still, if, if we haven't lost our power, which during Irma we did lose our power, I did, you did, and a lot of people did, but once the power's back on, we're back to normal, kind we're, of, We're right? getting back to normal, correct. It, it, it's nothing like this where you can't really see an end. Correct. And that's what makes this, I think, even more challenging. Oh, I for agree. everybody is that, yeah. you know, people, they're wanting an end date. Like, people want to know what that, what that time is going to be. And there isn't a time. I mean, when you hear Disney parks are closed until further notice... Like, they're, what? Like, that's unheard. We are living in an event. You know, I just was talking to one of my little kiddo clients because I've given all my kids um, a packet to make a time capsule for COVID uh, for this experience. And it's got lots of little activities for them to capsule their experience. Because you counsel not just adults, teenagers and all that, but kids. Yes. And I'm going to put this out there for the audience. So if you have a kid that you would like a capsule sent to you, you can um, email me at drangelsdevelopment at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to send one out to you um, because it's a great experience. And Something like this hasn't happened for 102 years. Right. 1918 was the last time we experienced kind of this well, this type of global pandemic. Exper- pandemic. Right. And so we, nobody has tools to, to get through this. And right. so we're all in the fight. We're all in the struggle. We're all feeling the effects. And we're all having to learn new ways of coping. Yes. So that's why we, if we can see ourselves coming out of the fear zone. Mm-hmm. which now we've been identifying in this show again and last week how that affects us. But when we kind of move into the learning zone, we are learning that it's not okay to sit all day and just eat. Correct. Right? Because that's happening to a lot of well, people. Well, that's how some people cope with those that's how feelings cope, and right? fears. Right. right. We, we eat comfort food. We eat right. sweets. We eat baked cookies. Like, right. I've seen so many great photos of food happening right now. But that's going to give some really bad side effects later on when we can't get into our clothes again. And right. It's not helping. It just feels like it's helping in the moment. So in the learning zone, I think we begin to learn, okay, that's not good for me to do. And when I start that panic, I need to redirect my mind. I need yes. to do something, right? Redirect. That's absolutely the learning zone. The learning zone is when I can get honest with myself and say, yeah, I'm struggling. And so what What can I change? What can I do? Like, 
taking back your powers where the learning zone really starts? Well, with dementia patients, I know from having worked with some family members years ago that when they're off on a tangent mm-hmm. that that is destructive, for instance, or or not not helpful, right? right? That the whole concept is to redirect them. Redirect. Correct. Correct. Redirect. Do you want to explain redirection? Right. So redirect is kind of like correct and actually, you know, we're going in one direction and we kind of change course a little bit. And so when we see ourselves being consumed by things that maybe induce the anxiety, induce the fear, or is caught triggering those feelings, whatever right. it is, um, we redirect that into something positive or a better way to cope something more healthy for ourselves exactly a couple years ago i was out showing a house to some clients and the directions for going to this house we were going to look at turned us onto this gravel road well okay gravel road but then suddenly there were huge potholes and i was in my little car you know (laughs) and they were right behind me and this went on for like well over a mile and a half these were terrible i mean trying to decide and so when we finally get to the house it's terrible they don't want it whatever so um we go let's find another way i don't know how but we got to find another way to get out of, we're not going back on that road because it was not good for either of our cars sure. right that's the same type of thing we're talking about here right with yes. redirection okay that wasn't good i didn't handle the stress of that very well. So how am I going to redirect myself? How am I going to redirect myself? And that's where some of this great creativity gets to come in because you're going to get to find maybe new ways to do things or to enjoy things or to help de-stress yourself because your old ways, maybe they're not available right now or maybe they weren't helpful old ways. And so this is where I have watched so much amazing creativity um, with people coming up with just new ways of redirecting. Yeah, it's kind of you know, cool. Absolutely, it has been cool. And I, you know, I have seen a lot of great creativity. And I, and I kind of feel like right now, especially with like my patients in the practice, like I have some of them are thriving through this right. pandemic because they have gotten to that learning zone and they're using it for their benefit. They're like looking at the bigger picture. Right. It's yes. taken away all those things that distracted them from being able to do the things that they really needed to take care of yeah. in their life. Right. Like, you know, reorganizing their life in or their house or like it's taken a lot of distractions away. Absolutely. I was talking to one of our mutual friends today from Texas and um, she was talking about her spouse and that her spouse has decided during this time to take up painting. There you go. And and has absolutely been very, very busy doing that, you know, yes. and something that this person had never done before, you know, and so that is that's the learning process. Right? That's the learning zone. And that's right. where we are starting to learn that okay, this is happening and it's happening to everyone. We're like, we accept it, but we start looking for ways to live our life with this still happening. We haven't stopped living. Okay, and that's a huge point here. I think another huge point here is that in the learning zone, we start cutting other people some slack. Yes, we do. Because we realize we are all going through this. and We're all going through it. And every one of us has feelings and we're all struggling, you know, from... You know, I I keep hearing this big war on social media between the people who are isolated to their homes, um, the people who are still working are really mad at the people who are isolated, you know, they feel jealous, and the people who are isolated are jealous of the people who are still working, and they're not realizing, you know, if you're working, you're working 12, 14, 16 hours, longer days than you've ever worked in your life, and if you're at home, like, you have more time than you've ever had in your life, and it's out of balance either way. And there's it's struggle for both p- parts of them. I was talking to one of my clients and a good friend today, and we were talking about her daughter who works for the state and does water management and all kinds of things. They have put them on um, 80 hours a week, and then they're off a week, right? These teams of people. Wow. Only problem is that a couple of people on the week that she was supposed to be off got COVID. And they had to come in and, and cover. And so they're gone. So they're out of the workforce. So now they're working these crazy hours. And so this has got to be affecting us, don't you think? Yes, it is. The overwork, the the, the constant 
you know, I got to get this done. I got to do this. I got to earn a living. I got to, you know. Right. So the overworked and the underworked are, it's a struggle either way. <laughs> either way. It really is. Easy. And so right. we have to stop looking out at what other people have or don't have or right. are doing or not doing and really look at ourselves in our situation and live our life the best we can in the moments that we have. Well, okay. So let's. I think that's what this show has become. By the way, folks, we don't plan these. <laughs> For the most part, these are wing it specials. Uh, but this has become our conversation here, which is usually what our show is. We just sit and talk to each other, right? Yes. So uh, it's, it's self-analysis in a lot of ways, right? Self-evaluation is what I'm trying to say. So I think let's challenge our listeners. Let's go in this direction, doctor, with you can't stay in the fear zone. We've already said that's not going to be good for you nope. medically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you <laughs> name it, your relationships, right. you're going to you can't stay there. No. So if you can't stay there. You got to take a look at your situation and say, "Okay, I can change this. Let me try it this way." Whatever, right? Sure. Sure. And that's where we need to start you know, getting out of that fear zone and getting in this learning zone. And, and eventually we want to get into the growth zone where we're actually able to grow as individuals in all kinds of ways of our life, even with this pandemic happening. Okay. And I really, we, t- we touched on the growth zone last week, but I don't think most of us are there yet. Oh, no, I don't think most of us are there. I do have, I do see a few people and they're there and they are thriving. thriving. Like you would not believe. Because they're enjoying the time home or they're enjoying their schedule. They have just used this time to like get everything accomplished that they needed to get accomplished. Cleaning out closets. Yes. Cleaning out dresser drawers. Absolutely. I mean, I have uh, one individual that not only did, you know, he reorganized all of his house. He is starting this new business. He is making all these training classes he's developed his whole website like he is rocking and rolling and like when i get to see his face i'm like you can just see all the stress has been lifted off of him the joy that's coming out of him and yet he's still living in a pandemic right now sure you know he's just used it to grow and so that really is what we want to say tonight right you've got to look at 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 your life, and if you're bogged down with the fear, panic, anxiety, frustration model, what are you going to do about that? Right. Because nobody can make you change that. You've just got to be aware that that's not a good place to live, right? No, and it's it's not helping you. It's not getting you anywhere. You know, that panic zone is just going to continue to feed that you know, trauma part of your brain, and you're going to continue to struggle. Um, You're going to continue to get more irritable, the aggression, the relationships will suffer, your physical health is going to suffer. Like, it's going to hurt you the longer you stay in that zone. Have you ever had a Thanksgiving dinner, which we all have had, right? Mm -hmm. Where we just eat way too much. Oh, yes. And I mean, because everything tastes so great, right? And besides your mom or your grandmother, somebody saying, you got to have a little this you gotta have a little more of that right because they of course know how full you are or not correct sure and the next day you go i'm not eating for three more weeks exactly (laughs) you you know what i'm talking about yes i do i think right now we're kind of in that learning zone of sometimes we just overreact i mean i mean i love netflix but you know two three hours of that i gotta do something different Sure. I, I, you know what I mean? I And I don't even get to do that very often. But I'm just saying, for example, or people that'll binge, nothing wrong with Netflix. I love it. But if you've been watching it for 10 hours, how, how are you doing there? Right. What are you doing Take with your shower. day? <laughs> like, exactly. What are you doing right. with your days? How are you living your life? You can still live yeah. your life in this time. It's going to look different. It's going to look different, yeah. But you can still live your life and do things to improve your life. You can still grow as a person. Right. Grow as a family. Like, you know, this. there's some great little nuggets that can come from this sure. tragedy that's going on, this crisis that's going on. Right. And I, I think, and I know I don't think I know most of the focus is on the I can'ts and the negatives. The fear and the I can'ts and the negatives. And I'm going to take it, it back it there. Is. Because it is. that's where so many are. I, and, I, and we do need to address that more. Because when we get into that, then we get uh, paralyzed almost. We get stuck. Yes. Right? Yes. 
and we get stuck in those ruts and we think, um, well, when this all changes, I'll go back to my normal life. But we are developing some bad habits, perhaps, at this during this time. Sure. We, well, oh, yes, we could be developing really bad habits of, you know, like not getting good sleep or staying right. up all night or sleeping all day or staying in the same sweatpants for three days in a row. <laughs> um, I mean, I see all kinds of things. Um, I've done a lot of uh, video meetings and I have definitely had the privilege of witnessing things. I never thought I would be seen in a video People meeting. People in their jammies? Know. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. People who think their camera, they thought their camera was off and it was still on. <laughs> And oh. there, yes, in their jammies, and yeah, yeah, you know, just their hair was a hot mess, and they just thought their cameras off, and they were listening and watching the other people in the meeting, and so yeah, it was not off. Um, but you know, things like that. I'm a person that's got to have a shower first thing in the morning, right? And and I can't. And days, the only exception that I make to that rule is if I'm going straight to the beach, uh, and then sure, I'll, then I'll come home and take a shower, right? But for the most part. I can't imagine how people can go a day or two without a shower. I cannot. It makes you feel so much better to be fresh. Sure. Right? But I think this kind of situation we're in causes people. We kind of just paralyze. That's the freeze. It's the paralyze. It's the freeze. It's It's the the freeze. freeze. That's right. It is, isn't it? That's the freeze. And so people are stuck in, oh, I'll do that later. I don't feel like doing that. I'm not putting on any makeup for the next five months, you know, whatever. Right. That's the freeze. You know, and I've seen a lot of businesses doing some really amazing things. There's... Um, I, I know of a Mary Kay consultant who sells me who's putting together little skincare packs and mailing it to anybody who just wants wow. to feel good about themselves. Like I see a lot of amazing wow. things happening, but so many people are stuck in that freeze right. that they're not opening their eyes to like. So I, what I hear you saying is one of the learning concepts, things we can do during this time is to give of ourselves. To give of ourselves. To give of time. To give listening on the phone. I have, and it's been fun, and you know some of these people, but I'll tell you about them later. I've been reuniting with some of our uh, church people, Beaconites. They're scattered in different countries, I mean, states, all over, and having some really fun conversations and good times just catching up, you know? Yes. Because I've had a little more time now than I normally would to do that. So, And that's exactly what, that's the growth that's zone. Fun. That's fun. I enjoy that. So that's when we're in the growth zone is when we can reach out beyond what we're experiencing in the moment and get into other people's worlds, get into right. their lives, like invest into people. That's being in the growth zone right there. Be a good listener. Being a great listener. Hearing what they're going through without having to share all your woes of what you're going through. Like, just putting yourself out there. Yeah. A week ago, Monday, one of our church people asked me to go visit her next-door neighbor who has also come to our church many times. And when we pulled up, or when I pulled up, he had a Mustang convertible in the, the, uh, whatever you call it, uh, carport. And so I walked in, and instead of with my pastor hat on, I just said, hey, let's talk cars, you know, and sat down. And we talked cars for a long time, you know, Mustangs and rally sports and things he'd had, and things I'd had and whatever. And then we did get to the point where we prayed over him and so forth because he had been very ill. But I was so sad yesterday to find out that he passed away yesterday. And who would have thought? I mean, yeah. he was ill, but nobody thought he was close to death right and i guess it 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 sobers us up you know a little bit if you know what i mean i don't mean sober in the form of alcohol or things like that but i mean makes us think don't you think sure and i will always cherish that time i had with him you know discussing cars and reminiscing and i had this engine what engine did you have in that one and things i love to talk about right sure and but then to have him pass away yesterday i will always have those great memories with him rest in peace butch you know absolutely and and you're right it these are challenging difficult times and then going through like these losses and it can happen from you know people you know we're seeing more death too from the loneliness sometimes people are like just they're they're missing those connections and we're seeing people who are sick and maybe they're some not getting some people are taking their own lives some people are taking their own lives and that is this very huge wake up call for all of us that we need to be more mindful of those people in our circle in our world and we need to reach out and we yes. need to make those connections cuz right we we aren't promised tomorrow no, we're not 
And like that's real. And it's not to keep us in fear. It's to keep us grounded, the, really right, grounded in reality. Because right. when this person, the next door neighbor, uh, our friend Becky, walked into my office yesterday and. And I said, what's wrong with you? Or you said it. I said it. I looked at her, and I'm like, you, you don't look okay. You don't look okay. And she just kind of slumped into a chair and said, Butch died. And, and, and when that kind of reality hits you, it makes you aware that every moment is really precious, It Dr. really Angel, is. Because we don't know how much time any of us have. And not in relation to COVID, although it is taking a lot of people. It sure. really is. But just in our everyday life, you know, this gentleman did not have COVID. Right. But he was ill. And and so we don't know how many days we have on this earth. What are we going to do? That's that growth phase. That's the growth phase. When we get to the point where we're beginning to learn, okay, I have some things to offer. I can give back. I can do this. I can do that. Right? Yes. And um, we've been doing on Sunday morning at church with just less than 10 people at church because we're abiding by the rules, um, a Facebook post uh, live, and we're seeing a lot of response from that. And it's an effort to do that, but to know that maybe even one person was blessed and helped, right? Yes. And, and these shows, we've been doing these for years. You know, we've yes. invested a lot of time and money in, into this show because we're doing it because we want to help people. That's what I'm trying to say. I'll Absolutely. get to that. That's what it's all about. It's, Investing. The it's the growth phase. You know, and I can tell you uh, little things make a huge difference. Right. And so we have this split between a lot of times people who are stuck at home and people who are overworking. And and I was in a business meeting last um, week and most of the businesses in my meeting are stuck at home. And one of the individuals is like, you know, they heard I'm working a lot. And she's like, Dr. Angel, what can I do for you? And I, I told her I needed masks. And so she's like, I'll, I'll make you them. Come by and pick them up. Fantastic. So this is Ashley Whaley from the Hive Salon. And I get to her salon and she sits me down in the chair and like redid my hair and just <laughs> invested a little That's time in That's why Dr. Me. Angel has purple hair I now. do. But you know what that did for Catch like... your hair. Made you feel better. Is, so I can continue doing the exactly. work that I'm doing. Like exactly. that investment of her right. is going tenfold out into everything that I do. Because you feel better you feel better right you had you got your hair colored because you used to be like totally gray. i will tell you i cried no because, you were not no, gray. I, I'm no. Teasing you. but You're i literally got up from her chair and cried because she she got my style almost to where it was Aww. before chemo and i'm like i started feeling like me for the first uh, isn't time that cool look at that right and she she gave that to you and she gave me that gift the gift of investing in me now her business was suffering i mean she was closed it's you know swans are closed but yeah, that's so cool. So we can invest, and you so don't we just know what need that's going to be a little mean. creative, don't you think? Exactly. Some, because I think those opportunities are going to land on our doorstep if we have an attitude of, okay, God, how do you want to use me today? What can I do to help someone else? You know, yes. what can I do to invest in someone else, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and get it out, get out of my head, get out of my own head, right? Yes, we have to get out of our own head because when we're in our head, we're cycling fear. We're cycling sorry for ourselves. We're cycling the anxiety. We got to stop that. And one of the ways we divert that is getting out into investing in other people. And doing things. Yes. Yes. It's a joy. I mean, we've been doing the Facebook post on Sunday morning from my sermon about four weeks or so. And I'm hearing from several people that that's their church now, you know. Sure. One of the people I talked to today from Texas, that's our church now. You know, so that's 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 a blessing, right? Very much so. So there's something you can do, dear one, to in to plant seeds of love, kindness into somebody else. Yes. And that's the growth phase. Yes. From picking up the phone call and calling somebody you haven't talked to in a while or, you know, checking on your neighbors or picking up something for somebody at the store who's homebound or, you know, we need to come together. This is a time for community. It is. One of my uncles um, is turned 86 last week. And he called me looking for my other sister's phone number. She was born on his birthday and uh, many years ago. And so I said, just a minute, let me get her on the phone. So we had a conference call. That's something you can do on phones now very easily. And so our uncle, my sister, and I had this wonderful chat, you know. And my uncle started talking about our grandfather, which was his dad, 
um, and and reminiscing, and I was writing things down because it's rare that we get to to hear things like that. But that's one thing that's happening as a result of this right now. Taking time. I had time. Right. So I called my sister, let's all talk. You know? There you go. So And those are great gifts right now. And so Yeah. You know, but I do want to put this out there. If anyone Please. is struggling, if you are feeling fear, if you're feeling irritable, if you're having, you know, struggling parenting your kids or homeschooling your kids or just if this is a hard, feeling lonely, like if you're struggling, get help. Reach out because help is out there. Um, you can always give me a call, 727-501-6557. I have telehealth. Yes. I do know it. I do have telehealth available, so you don't have to come it's in the office. HIPAA compliant. HIPAA compliant, video. You see each other face-to-face. It's right. great. Or if you need to, you can come to the office because the office is still open. Right. But And if it's not me, get help somewhere. Don't sit in this because it will grow into despair and depression absolutely you've been in practice uh for a little over a year and your business is booming and there's not as many of you as there should be right just to meet the demand however however you can always work things out for people sure especially now with telehealth you have that ability to work more people in yes so uh, we encourage you get a hold of dr angel she's a licensed mental health counselor and phd uh, 727-501-6557. Accepting new patients. Sliding scale, yes. no insurance, but HIPAA, not HIPAA, FSA and HSA. Yes, I take insurance, you know, the HSA and FSA cards and all the credit cards. and Yeah, so yes. sliding scale. But get help somewhere if you're feeling that despair. Right. Don't sit in that despair. Yeah, don't sit in it and, and, and squander this opportunity. Because really, with the right mindset, this is an opportunity for all of us to grow. Sure. To learn from this, to change some things in our lives, to maybe add some new hobbies, add some new interests, read a book. Sure. There's a, so much we can do, but some, you know, we can make this that we can turn that fear through the learning to the growth phase. And we can. sometimes we need help to do that. We're here for you. We've got tons of shows on our website. Go to Goyard 2014. That's the year we began. So Goyard 2014. Uh, .org, and you will see titles there of a lot of series. So we encourage you to check it out. There's a lot for you to listen to on this. And make this part of your learning and your growth time right now. You can listen to a lot of things that will help you. Dr. Angel, you have a parting comment before we get out of here? My parting comment is, you know, stay safe. Yep. And just breathe. Breathe. Just breathe. Yeah, and learn from whatever you're going through. We're going to be right back here in these chairs, God willing, and the creek don't rise next Thursday night at 6.06 p.m. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac Go Yard. See you soon. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.